What about a movie where two a couple's recording a podcast in Uh-oh, their home? Don't do this to me. And then don't freak me out. No, and then when they listen back, they can hear no. ghosts recording no, a podcast behind them, and the ghosts are like, oh, like <laughs> they're doing like a Cheers recap podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> but they can only they can only hear it behind their own like New Girl recap podcast, and so it's like, no, no, I'm gonna veto that. It's funny. I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Palasek. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter. One disc leaves. This is... DVD DVD Deathmatch. The way we say DVD Deathmatch is not improving at all, I don't think. Yeah. Um, oh. hi. Hello. Where'd you go? Uh, sorry, I don't even hey, have... I we're going to do our podcast. I know, and I didn't have my notes out or anything. Paper shuffle, paper shuffle, paper shuffle, paper Okay, I'm ready now. Okay. Sorry. Okay, you let me know. I'm ready. I'm here for you. I'm here. Um, topics at the top. Topics at the top. We got nothing. Here's one. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is a podcast about movies and, you know, ostensibly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Still here. Uh, don't know if you heard. <laughs> um, but we are. And theater, movie theaters have tried to reopen. Yeah. The movie Tenet is out. Yeah. In New Jersey. New Jersey is a place where movie theaters are open. Like, we could go. I know. Probably over to Clifton or something. Ten minutes away. Go see a movie, Tenet, at the movie theater. We're not going to the movie theater. This is my question. How do you feel? Yeah, we're not going to the movie theater. It's not safe. Like, listen, I get it. I get it. I get that's your vision. I'm here for it. It looks beautiful. I want to see it in the movie theater. I want to see it in IMAX. I want to. Right. And yet. But there's a global pandemic. I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I just wanted to throw it out there. Well, and like, but it did like a bunch of people went to see it, which yep. I also understand because like feeling a little desperate here. <laughs> Would well, like to go out into the world, right? And the information everyone's getting is unclear as to what is safe and what's not, and, right? And what's I think the thing that it, the thing that we keep running up against is like, okay, what's worth it and what's not? What's right. worth the risk? And it's like. You know, we make this. Everyone's making decisions every day. It's like, okay, you have to go to the grocery store at some point. You know right. what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And, you know, everyone has to make their hierarchy of what's worth it. And I think, you know, e- eating out for some people is really worth it. And for some people, it's not. And, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So, it, Tenet, unfortunately. Sorry, Tenet. Sorry, Tenet. I hope to see you, you on our TV. We have a big TV, though. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty it's big. It's pretty big. It's okay. We're not going to watch it on our phone. No, that's for sure. No, no, no. Anywho. Anyway, I don't know if that was really... Uh, worth the topic at the top. Worth the topic. <laughs> you know, I thought it was some freewheeling discussion, and it was just like, no. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Let's just get to it, shall we? All right. We're talking about two movies today, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. We're talking about Sherlock Holmes from 2009 um, and Moon, also from 2009. Also from 2009. Wow. Let's start with Sherlock. Yeah? Let's start with Sherlock Holmes. So first, you pop in the DVD. Yes. You get a Truth anti-smoking ad. Yes. With the orange 
you know? Yeah. Orange graphics. And they're all like crazy hard-hitting ads about not smoking, funded by the cigarette companies. Yeah, with like teeth falling out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you get one of those. Mm. Great. Love it. Movie night. Um, Then you get an ad for Clash of the Titans, a preview for Clash of the Titans. Yep. Then you get a preview for the Owls of Gahul video game. Yes. Which is like, I feel like this is the second time we've referenced the Owls of Gahul in the lead up to a movie. (laughs) It's true. Owls of Ghoul, a movie I've never seen. No, n- nor will I ever. Um, <laughs> not, not. I guess that that was aggressive. Yeah, it was really aggressive. <laughs> Those poor owls. Yeah. Anyway, the Owls of Ghoul video game doesn't look great. I don't think I'll be checking it out. <laughs> you know what else is at the the top of this uh, DVD? Was an advertisement for a Clint Eastwood box set. Yeah, that's right. Which is like. Very funny to me for some reason. I mean, obviously, plenty of people are big fans of Clint Eastwood. Yeah, dads. <laughs> You're a dad. Are you a big fan? Look, if he's a listener, I don't want to offend. <laughs> uh, but it was like it was like it was like a Clint like a Clint box set. So it was like movies he was in, and also movies he's directed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's just, that just like struck me as very funny. But he's in reason. a lot of the movies he's directed. He's a real. He's a real. Uh, what like, is this gonna be? I don't want to offend him in case he's listening. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Listen, if you can get to a point where you are directing a movie and you can put yourself in it, more power to you. Sure, you go, girl, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> All right, Sherlock Holmes. Our IMDb summary: Detective Sherlock Holmes and his stalwart partner Watson engage in a battle of wits and brawn with a nemesis whose plot is a threat to all of England. Yes, they sure do. <laughs> this is... We got Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. We got Judy Law. Jude Law. Robert Judy Law. Wait, no. Okay. We got Jude Law. <laughs> we got Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. We've got director Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Of, you know, coming off of... Uh, I don't know what he's coming off of, but... <laughs> You know, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, whatever he did in the 2000s. I think he did, like, a bad Madonna movie. <laughs> Great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, like, so this is po- this is Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. after Iron Man. Yes. So this is, so like. after his big comeback. Right, the big comeback. He's hot, baby. He's hot, baby. He he's It's, like, I've, um, I've begun one franchise, now I will begin another. Yeah. And it feels very much like what if Sherlock Holmes was a superhero was is the yeah is the like thing you know we're going to do this we're going to do raw uncut Sherlock Holmes yeah like he's a brawler he's he's cra- this is like filthy london you know what i mean <laughs> he's like in the streets he's crazy he's also very charming yeah all this stuff but it's pr- the the feeling of the movie itself is is a it's an action movie, not like a you know de- like a detective like kind of like in a parlor saying like I believe it was the candlestick. Or no, what. but there's definitely like a mystery happening. There is a mystery happening. I would say the mystery is incidental <laughs> to the action set pieces, and I would say it's like he's a superhero because he's there's so much focus on him fighting. In yeah, this movie. yeah, the slow mo fighting is incredible. It is like fun. it's I like so it. cool. Yeah. I'm I'm 
the 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 boxing match one. Yeah. It's just I'm I'm blown away because obviously like I I love I love fight scenes. I so I love watching like fake fight scenes and just like the choreography of them and like I think it's really funny when you can see the counts and like, mm-hmm. you know, people who are really good at it and people who are not very yeah. good at it. So to slow it all down and zoom in and obviously some of that is like there's CGI happening, but like they have like the ripples of the skin yeah, and stuff. They do this novel thing that I think they're very excited about, and they should be. It's fun to watch. Where <laughs> so down on it? Already. No, 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 no. I like this movie where they <laughs> uh, they do this novel thing where they show you the fight in slow motion before they show you the fight. Yeah. So they show they show you him calculating it. Like a superhero, like he's the Flash or something. Yeah. Where he's like in slow motion saying like, first parry this way, then hit this way. Wow. And <laughs> so that's all I was going to say. And I think it's like a thing they hit upon that they clearly love. <laughs> Do you not love it? No, I, I think it's great. It's very, it's, <laughs> you're like, what you're, do you think I of know, this I'm movie? I know, I'm like, what is going on here? I find this movie very enjoyable to watch. Yes. It's very pleasant. Yes. It's like a superhero movie. It is. It's fu- Sorry, it's funny that you say that because, like, I never thought of it that way, but that's absolutely what it is. Like, mm-hmm. it never, like, it would not occur to me to say it in those words, but that's exactly what's going yeah. on. And you know what I love? I, so there's things I like about the movie, there's things I don't. Mm-hmm. What I love about the movie is that it starts with, like, Sherlock Holmes is already in the middle of a case. He's already got Watson. Mm-hmm. They're in it. Like, they're already famous. Right. They're already... It's just, there's We're no, not doing a backstory. Right. We all know who the fuck Sherlock Holmes is. <laughs> I don't need to see any... The origin story. The origin story of Sherlock Holmes. Like, we all know who he is. I don't need any explanation. <laughs> and then they tweak it. And Robert Downey Jr. is at the height of his powers in terms of just, like, charm up to 11. Yeah. And, the you know, there's a very... Um, Slapstick comedy repartee, like quick yeah. banter stuff going on. Yeah, and I'd say Jude Law is like in Jude his Law's prime great. too. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jude Law is wonderful, but like, and in two thousand nine, it feels like that's yeah. like a prime Jude Law moment too. So it's like you've got these two powerhouses, yeah, playing two powerhouse characters, right? And Jude Law is such a weird casting yes, choice. Yes, I have the same thought, and I don't know if this is just like me making it up but i feel like traditionally watson like sherlock is the leading man and watson is the dumpy fat friend Mm -hmm. so like to have to be like no i'm gonna cast like one of the most conventionally attractive (laughs) men in the world as watson (laughs) right is like what right and he's like and it works so well right because sherlock holmes is like a mess yeah and watson is more put together, has his life together, is moving on with his fiance, and is just a put together guy. It's just an interesting choice. Yeah. Probably made because they were like, Jude Law is super famous and great. And right. he is. So the, and he agreed to do this movie for right. some reason, so let's do it. So let's do it. But so but it it work they work really well together. Yeah. I think. Rachel um, McAdams is like okay. Rachel McAdams. I love her. I think she's fabulous. Right. But exactly. I think she's like one of the great comedic actresses. Yes. Is so funny. Yeah. In Mean Girls, in Game Night, in so many things. In Game Night is so good. Yes. In Slings and Arrows, which she was really good in. Like she's just like this great comedic actress. Yeah. 
underutilized in this movie, I would say. Yeah. Like, not... She's not given much to do besides just be kind of like, ooh, a sexy foil. Well, yeah. And I feel like they tried to make her... Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if that if that's traditionally what this character is. I don't know. Other than, I mean, like, I'm about to, this is about to sound ridiculous. I've seen the Sherlock movies. I'm obsessed with the Sherlock show. I don't know, I don't know much about Sherlock, the <laughs> original. Right, sure. What is the word I'm looking for? Books? Is it books? No, it's not books. <laughs> like, world, canon. That's canon. the word I'm looking uh, great, for. Great, great. Oh. That's way better than books. <laughs> Um, I don't know much about the kind of original Sherlock canon, but she, cause she plays Irene Adler, who's Irene like a Adler, character. who's a character. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Um, so I don't know if this is just like who she is, but like, she's kind of like a, you know, they try, they try to, in when they introduce her, they try to make her like this strong, like these, you know, she goes out in the alley and these people yeah. try to mug her and she turns it around and steals their flowers. Right, and it's very right. like, don't mess with me. Um, but yeah, she's just not given too too much to do. So then they kind of ruin it at the end by having you know Sherlock saves her at the end, and she you know right. she can't save herself, and it's like no, I'm pretty sure she could. Yeah. Um, which I get it. It's his movie. Fine. Right. Yeah, and I think I think this movie feels to me when it's working, it's like you're getting you're getting to watch Robert Downey Jr. Jude Law, they're having fun. Mm. I feel like the movie could have been 90 minutes. It felt real long while we were watching it. It did feel long, but I was in it the whole time. I was not. I feel like there's a lot of business, and I feel this way when I watch some modern um, spectacle movies, you know, the big movies. (laughs) The big movies. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, like, that the plot, the plots are, are, uh, sorry, how do I say this? The plots are overly complicated in a way that is meant to, like, mystify you. Okay. And make you not care about what's going on. And I get so bored when that happens, when I can't follow what's, why we're going to this place or what we're going. And maybe it's because I'm literally stupid. That's, but, a, that's It's an interesting comment to make, given the next movie we're going to discuss. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that. Put a pin in it. You mean a rather uncomplicated... <laughs> Kind of like, here's a man in a room. Um, but no, I see what you're saying. I get. But it. I feel I feel that way when I watch a lot of these a lot of big movies to the, these days. What the fuck, these old man? Days. Yeah, what's happening? God damn, so, I have so much gray hair recently. He does, you guys. In the pandemic, it's yeah. bad. I mean, uh, it's fine. He's fine. Um, ooh, I'm fine. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like. This movie has that thing that a lot of big movies have mm-hmm. these days where <laughs> the plot is, and this is going back to forever. I, I don't know why I'm saying this is invented now, uh-huh. but the plot is this incidental thing to get to a bunch of set pieces and the, the connective tissue for me is like difficult to follow sometimes. Okay. And I think that might be me being dense. It. I don't think it's you being dense. I mean, it, it's, I think it's probably more about, um, it not being as interesting to you. So it's, I mean, it's harder to follow something that you're not interested in, right? Yeah. So I think like, that's I think true. that's what it is. I don't think it's you being dense. I think it's, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, and I hear what you're saying. I just think that I, I mean, at least with, with this movie, I'm like so enamored with 
all of it, like mm-hmm. the Robert Downey Jr., the Jude Law of it, the yeah. the slow mo camera work. The I wrote down it's it it's dirty and clean. Where yeah, it's like yeah, that's it a really looks, good way to describe it. It looks really clean. Like it it's it's not like oh I feel like I'm in what 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 time period does this take place in? Late nineteenth century London, I think. Sure. Like I'm not like yes, I'm in nineteenth century London, but also like it all looks correct. Like yeah. all of the, all of the the street scenes. I mean, maybe to me anyway, it didn't feel like a set, and I'm sure a lot of it was a set, right? Um, but it all felt kind of dirty enough, and felt uh, how th- like how things would have been yeah. then. But it was also really crisp, right? Big budget, dirty. Yes, yeah. Big budget, dirty. Exactly. Right. Which I think is, uh, there's also a lot of CGI happening in the. Yeah, but I don't think it's bad CGI. Did it bother you? It bothers me, and I remember this. It bothers me in the climactic fight on top of the thing. Yeah, on top of this like large tre- trellis, trellis, trellis. It's the Tower Bridge. They're building the Tower Bridge. Right. Some kind of bridge. We went there. We did go there. Some kind of bridge, I don't know. <laughs> and um, and they're up on top of it, and mm. it's like hard to connect with it because it just looks pretty fake. Most of it. To Interesting. Me. Hard to get stressed out about someone falling off of the thing when <laughs> you're like, "Well, what are they going to fall into? Some pixels?" Suspension of disbelief. I guess that's sir. true. I guess I mean yeah. I mean like it would have been a matte painting if it was a Hitchcock movie. So like right. it's hard to you know. <laughs> North by Northwest. Anyway. Um, um, oh, so the DVD itself, I feel like it doesn't look amazing, but it also doesn't look actively bad. Passable transfer. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's not, no, seriously, like it didn't look, and I think that's act, that actually helps. Like I think if it was, if it was a Blu-ray, if it was super crisp and perfect, mm-hmm. that you would lose some of that nice balance that I liked between the, like the nice balance of the big budget dirty right if it was even like sharper it would have been not as good so i feel like that's a benefit yeah another thing just to take it all the way back but um they did a thing in the beginning where all the production company logos were integrated into you're doing a a sweeping shot of the cobblestone street Mm -hmm. and then you come up Mm -hmm. um and all the production company logos are integrated into the cobblestone streets Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh i wonder if that was like a newer thing like that feels like very tweaking two- the logos yeah that feels very 2000s to me am yeah. i wrong i don't know I don't as like as wrong. opposed to just like flashing up like here's my production company logo of yeah, the eight like production companies that crazy did. with it right it was like oh we're gonna like i saw that was cool yeah 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 so mark strong is very good as lord blackwood he's the villain yeah. you know he's the villain from moment one and he never stops being the villain and no. there's maybe a minute where you think he died but you don't really. You don't really. I also wrote, I like on that note, I think there's kind of zero suspense in the movie. I think it's much more about action set pieces than it is about like who, who is behind Zero them. suspense. They who's defuse behind? a bomb. Well, I mean about who's behind everything. Oh. You know, you know <laughs> how in a mystery you kind of are wondering who's behind things and like who, who committed Fine. the crime and. But, you know, it's a fun movie. I just, I wish it was a little more like, um, I, w- I wish it was a little shorter. I wish it was a little more direct. <laughs> uh-huh. I wish Rachel McAdams had more. And used had, better. Had more comedy to do. Yeah. The, the woman who plays Mary, I think, is good. She's got very little to do. Who's Mary? 
Oh. Watson's, Watson's fiance. fiance. Yes, she's great. She's great. She's great. <laughs> Who's there? And the way they play the Watson-Holmes relationship is fun. I know it's like going for, what? <laughs> we're, we were like two seconds in and I was like, God, make out already. Right. Because they were so close. I know. But they do it, they play it like an old kind of married couple who's kind of at, on each other's last nerves. Yeah. And I love that. I, they don't um, play any, they, they play them like a couple. Those actors, I mean, they play them like a couple. Yeah. But they don't ever cross into making, like, kind of a joke out of any homoeroticness right. or any uh, homoeroticism yeah. or anything like that, um, which I think is cool. Like, the way it, I think it, I think it lays exactly in, like, the sweet spot of, like, this is really fun and Yeah, great. especially considering 2009, again, feels like the height of, like, no homo. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I enjoyed watching it. I did get a little, like, I'm sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Valid. Fair. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. I think we, I think we did it. We did it justice. Should we move on? Sure. To our next, our next film, which is Moon. Number 986, Moon from 2009, directed by Duncan Jones. Oh, yeah. Fun fact about Duncan Jones. Let's hear it. David Bowie's son. Really? Yeah. Well, that's great. I love me some David Bowie. Great. DVD. Lots of features on this DVD. Yeah. Really good menu design. Sure, yeah. Really nice slate of features. You've got uh, commentaries. You've got Q&As. You've got looks at the science behind the movie. You've got all this stuff. Special effects. Special effects. Yeah. Seems like a really well put together DVD, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Our IMDb summary is astronaut Sam Bell has a quintessentially personal encounter towards the end of his three-year stint on the moon, where he, working alongside his computer Gertie, sends back to Earth parcels of a resource that has helped diminish our planet's power problems. Oof, that summary's not great. Summary's not great. I want to say before we start. Yes. I love this movie. I literally wrote a Mikey P. fave. I love this movie. Mm -hmm. I also think, if you haven't seen it, Check it out. Best to see it without spoilers, I would say. Sure, yeah. It's got a it's got a real mystery feel to it. What's going on? What's who's behind this? What you know, all that stuff. Uh-huh. So I would say if you haven't seen it yet and you're interested in seeing Moon, maybe watch it before you Pause the PCAST. Yeah. Go watch Moon. Go watch Moon. Come available, right back to the PCAST. Available on Showtime Anytime. <laughs> the Showtime app. <laughs> so you can watch Showtime. Anytime. Also, check out Jesus and Marrow while you're on Showtime. Okay. Anytime. Okay, great. <laughs> anyway, so you've paused. You've watched Moon. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um. Uh. Yeah. Stars Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. And mostly incredible. Only Sam Rockwell. Yeah. It is a. Th- I also would say. Sorry, I'm like getting like I'm really taking. He's excited. Over. He's excited. But I would say watching this perfect pandemic movie. Sure, yeah. Because it's just a guy. I mean, like, perfect in that, like, it'll make you more upset. (laughs) Is that what you mean by perfect (laughs) pandemic movie? I love to be sad. (laughs) I love to be upset. I love to confront mortality. Um, No, I mean that it's just like, oh, yeah, this is a movie about a guy alone in his room (laughs) with nothing going on. Yeah. And who's looking forward to an end 
that may never come. Oh boy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I thought, I, I thought watching it in light of the pandemic, I it had some new wrinkles to it. That's all. I love that. I love that. Um, I had never seen this movie despite it being one of your faves. Um, so what'd you think? <laughs> hey, what Liza, you, what'd you think? What do you think I thought? I think you probably thought it was fine. Okay. But not like a favorite, but just like, yeah, great. Okay. What did you think? Um, <gasps> you didn't like it. I don't think I liked it. Okay. Oh, he's so disappointed. You should see his face. I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm fine. Um, okay. We're allowed so, to disagree. I, yeah. Okay. So here's, here's the thing. I, I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, no, fuck this movie. Um, I think maybe I was expecting a lot because it is one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Not that you like have hyped it up necessarily, no. but I remember, I remember when you watched it for the first time. And you were, and then you were like, this was, it was a great, it was a great movie. And I was yeah. like, all right. Um, so maybe it was that. I also think, I, I, th- I think a lot of it was that I had expectations going into it. Like, I think um, I was picturing uh, like an interstellar or a gravity sure. feel. Sure. And it's very different from that. Right. Um, and, you know, that's based on literally just, like, space. It's a space movie. Right. <laughs> so, like, no, that's... not actually based on anything. Um, and I'm not even saying that, like, Gravity and Interstellar are better than sure. Moon, in, in my estimation. But, um, okay, so I love that the mood is set right off the bat. Like, I love that. Yeah. I feel like you right away know where we are. Right. How long he's been there. We're on the moon. We're on the moon, guys. <laughs> We're on the moon. Where are we? Moon. Moon. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's it's very clear that he's been up there for a really long time. He's looking forward to going home. They have a little um, commercial before yeah. it starts yeah. for what what's going on on Earth. So, right. like, there's an energy crisis. So, just now. Right. <laughs> um and uh, we've we've gone to the moon to harvest something from harvest, the moon. Harvest, like, helium from the rocks or something. It sure. doesn't matter. They so never works, make it clear. Right. He works in this mining facility. Yeah. And he's alone there. Yes. And he's coming up the end of his three-year run. And his he's just, contract, like, alone yeah. Yeah. in this facility. So, mood is set right off the bat. And then I Moon wrote, is set right off the bat. And then I wrote, but music is weird. <gasps> really? I hated the music. It's one of I'm not <laughs> kidding. I wrote down the score exclamation point. I it is I li- I own the score and I listen to it all the time. Yeah. The yeah, by that's, Clint Manzel. That's not surprising to me. And I love it. That's <laughs> shocking to me. Cuz it's I just felt like it was so distracting. <sighs> I, it was because that's the thing, right? The th- you want music in a film to enhance the mood of what's going on. You want it to, you want it to tell you how to feel without you hearing it. Mm-hmm. And I heard it the whole time, and it was not making me feel what I thought I should be feeling while I was watching what I was watching. Hmm. It's going to be a hard disagree for me. <laughs> 
it's going to be a hard disagree for me. About what music and film should be, or about this? About this score. This score. I I love okay. this score. I think it's I think it's great. I it's like definitely in my rotation of uh, stuff to listen to while I'm writing. Uh-huh. Like it's like it's up there with what What do you like about it? Why do you like it? I like the way it sounds. <laughs> I like the way it is. I like the the music. <laughs> I think it's good music. <laughs> I'm not trying to like put you on the spot or like force you to defend your choices. You're allowed to like the music. I'm just I was just curious if like because I just felt so strongly that it was distracting. I would say I liked the way it is music and then the way it's music with the movie I thought was good. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> um anyway, so it's one of the great scores of all time. Um <laughs> and uh, so, so you've got Sam Rockwell performance where he's alone uh-huh. in this place and it's mostly just him. His acting partner is the robot, which is like the HAL 9000 character from 2001 Space Odyssey, which is, is coming up. I know you haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. It's coming up. But, um, there's, you know, it's, it's kind of the same idea. It's this robot with this very calming voice. The voice is unfortunately Kevin Spacey. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. So... You know, well, what can you do? Well, let, but let's talk about it, though, because I, listen, before all that shit came out about him, I was a big Kevin Spacey fan. Like, think he was great. It's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame about all the rape. Um, uh, I really didn't like him as the robot. I didn't think. So he's got a pretty distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Not that I want him to put on a robot voice necessarily, but it was almost like his the tone of his voice has too much emotion in it to be a robot. And I feel like with movies that take place in the future, something that that's something that can be done really well with a voice actor where like, okay, for example, uh, Fassbender in... The Alien movie, the new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prometheus, Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Um, he's doing a thing with his voice. Yeah. Oh, those are the, those are great performances. Those, yes. Those movies have issues, but those he's he, so great. His performance is incredible. But he's doing a thing with his voice where he sounds like... Is that a spoiler? What? For Prometheus, that he's like an android? No. Okay. You know he's an android from the minute. Great, I love that. He's doing Peter O'Toole from Lawrence of Arabia. He's like, like he's doing that's the voice he's doing. Yeah, he like oh, okay. he watches the movie in the thing. And yeah, that's how we learn, and it like it's really perfect. Yes, and he, that he's doing a beautiful job of a of a robot doing an imitation of a human's mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, and that's what I wanted from Kevin Spacey and Gertie, and it was not it. Kevin Spacey was just talking. It's going to be a hard disagree <laughs> from old Mike P over here. Wow. Um, now, I'm not trying to defend Kevin Spacey. No, we're, no one is defending Kevin Spacey. <laughs> we are strictly talking about his performance as Gertie in, in this 2009 movie. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming up on the end of this three-year stint. Wait, wait, hard disagree on the Kevin Spacey. So yeah. you liked it? You liked his performance Yeah, Gertie? I think it's great. I think it's great. Do I wish that they would go back now and dub it with someone else? Yes. <laughs> but right. I like. I think it's great. I think it's fine. But you wish they would go back and dub it because it's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Like I think Disney should go back and redub Hercules so that James Woods is no longer in it and make it like 
Laverne Cox or Janelle Monet or someone like that. Any, literally anyone else. Literally anyone. Well, maybe not Kevin Spacey, but like, <laughs> you know, um, like I think if if you can easily dub out somebody's voice like that, like it's like Confederate statues, man. Fucking get rid of Tear them. Tear down. Cares? Is there like a con like a contract thing with that though? Oh, I'm sure. Of course they like, can. Are they allowed to do that? Yeah, I don't know if they can, and I know it would cost a shit fuck ton of money that they're yeah. like, why are we spending this? Why Who would cares? we do that? Um, like children don't care about James Woods's tweets, you know. Um, <laughs> we digress. Do we? Or we is do. This what the podcast is really about? Oh my god. Um. Anyway. Uh. So. So he's alone on the moon. He's coming up at the end of his stint. He gets in an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh. Wakes up. In the infirmary. In the infirmary. Then a lot of things happen. He essentially. All of a sudden, there's two Sam Rockwells. Yeah, I mean, you said earlier his acting, his like scene partner is Gertie, and I was like, I mean, like not that you you know you knew yeah. this, but uh, but yeah, his scene partner is himself, right? And he's so, so good. So much of the movie is him is these two Sam Rockwells acting against each other. Yeah, and they are he is they are. It feels like they are because it feels like they're two different performances. Yeah. It feels, the, when this, when when oh, he sh- when he sh- when he we're probably gonna talk about the same thing mm. when he shows up uh-huh. there's some of that like parent trap like oh they're in the same space and oh we're gonna play ping pong ping pong they're playing ping pong and there's a point where one of them so you know there's a whole thing splice you cut it in half on this side and that side and you push them together uh, if you need to know how that works Google it I don't know um, but I know that it is difficult when person when actor on right comes into screen on left right Right, that's like yeah yeah. when they cross that's like a big deal it's difficult to do and there's a point where he like throws the paddle and moves the table and like and i I think i said out loud well now you're just showing off right (laughs) because it looks incredible it looks incredible and so there's the ping pong scene where it's like you're you're watching it you're like okay i see what you're doing yeah but very quickly for me, anyway, I stop looking for it, and yes, I just you feel, forget. You yeah, forget. you forget that it's the same actor. Yeah, and you're like, these are two different characters. They are in the same space. They're two different characters, but they're also not two different characters. Like that's the whole point. Is that it's a clone, so they're the same person. But one of them has been there for three years, and right. one of them, in quotes, just got there. Right. And so you see, you know, one of them is dealing with having been alone for three years, and one yeah. of them is like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And it's like it's. And then, so then the whole movie is them discovering why there's two of them. Right. What's going on, how they get out of this situation. Yeah. And it's really, it's just like. Yeah. The thing about, oh, again. I was just going to say, no question that Sam Rockwell's performance in this film is incredible. Like, he's, he's a great actor anyway, but he is just, it's, it's so good. It's not, it's not like over the top. It doesn't. I don't know. There's just something about it that feels like this is going to sound really weird. There's something about the performance that feels really humble. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's beautiful to yeah. watch. Beautiful. He's great. Yeah. And um, and I think the, the reason I like the movie so much is mm-hmm. that it's like, this is my shit. Like, this is, it feels like a a great, like... It's it's like about ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Oh, can't get enough of that. It felt long to me. We'll come back to this. <laughs> yeah. It's like ninety minutes. Uh huh. You, 
it's like a good like solid it's like a solid twilight zone or yeah. outer limits or like a great black mirror or something like that you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. it's just like a self-contained thing and it just creates a world investigates that world and then we're out yeah. you know what i mean and that's how that's i just really i i love that the simplicity self, of it i love the simplicity of it i love the, even the, because it's the opposite of the Sherlock Holmes thing where everything's moving so fast and so frenetic mm-hmm. that I don't, I, I, I disassociate and can't connect with the people. Yeah. And with this one, you have no choice but to connect with the person because it's, it's just, just you and him, man. Yeah. And you're in a fucking white space <laughs> and you're not doing much. Yeah. I just feel like the movie wasn't good enough at distracting my brain so that I didn't do, didn't just immediately try to work out what was going on. I guess I agree with you. I guess I agree that like, and I don't remember what my first experience of watching it was, mm-hmm. but I guess I agree that much like Sherlock Holmes, 2009, directed by Guy Ritchie, <laughs> it doesn't feel, it didn't feel like the mystery was the thing. I mean, there's an off balance feeling to it. Sure, but the music fucked that up for me. Okay, well, I mean, like, we've talked about the music. Like, I don't know what to do about that. I can't fix that for you. There's an off-balance feeling. Uh-huh. But mystery-wise, I guess I'm with you that, like, yeah, I don't feel like it was... Because essentially, at one point, Gertie's like, yeah, you're a clone, dude. Like, And it's, like, yeah. 30 minutes into the movie or something like that. Like, right. It's, like, it's not well, some also, huge but- mystery. But... I do feel like I was so connected to Sam, who's the main character, and the two Sams, mm-hmm. that I didn't, that I wasn't, I had stopped trying to figure it out and just wanted to see what was going to happen to my buddy. Sure. I, Sam Rockwell. Sure. Sam Rockwell's performance is great. I did not feel any connection to that character. I mean, okay. So you you have like a, how much of your soul is missing, do you think? Is it like... <laughs> Is it like 70%? 80%? Listen, here's the thing. And this is probably like a very personal thing. Like, okay, how, how let's identify this person that I'm supposed to be like identifying with. Yeah. White. Yep. Male. Yep. Went to space. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there's literally like people talk about like, oh my God, how cool would it be to go to the moon? Fuck no. I don't ever want to go to space. Like, if, if the Earth is exploding and we have to go to space, fine. Yeah. But I don't want to go there. <laughs> You're fully correct. Um, left his family, left his wife and baby daughter. But he didn't. I mean, like, yes. That, in the end, that's the answer to spoiler alert. Yes, in the end, he didn't actually do that. But you're telling me that that you connect with this guy right away and you're worried about him. There's nothing for me to connect to with this guy. Right. And that's 100% valid. <laughs> and I hear you. And there's a whole genre of, like, sad white men in space movies. Yeah. That is, like, Solaris and Interstellar. Solaris, that was the other And one. Ad Astra. Yep. And 2001. And, like, sad oh, I'm in... Sad white men in space. Right, sad white men in space. <laughs> and, like, I'm here to tell you, you're right. <laughs> Thank you for validating me, white man. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but, like, you know, I mean, I... Well. <laughs> oh, dear. I guess I got nothing, then. <laughs> I guess I just talked myself out of this. Other points against this movie. I'm just going to read straight from my notes here. 
in all caps, vomit in a helmet and more vomit and a tooth. Gah, no, nope, nobody, nope, nope. That is exactly what my notes say. So more points against it. Can't, can't. We need to stop vomiting in, in movies, guys. It's not, people think it's funny. We do need to stop vomiting in we movies. Got, we got to stop it. It's a real, it's a real comedy crutch. Yeah. And it's not funny. It's disgusting well, uh, and terrifying. You know, disagree, but. What? You think it's funny? Well, no, I think it can be funny, but I don't have the thing that you have, which is a phobia of even seeing it, which is valid. You're valid. Thank you for that. I love me. you. Um, White man. <laughs> um, oh, I did also write. I'd play Walking on Sunshine in Isolation on the Moon, too. Yeah, I thought you would love that. He dances, I did love that. And he dances real silly. That, and that was very funny. There's like a thing where the two clones, the one clone is, is playing Walking on Sunshine, the other one keeps stopping it. It's very uh, funny. Walking on Sunshine, my happy song. I love that song. Great. I wrote down vomiting as well. Um, I, yeah, I think, I think we've said our pieces. Um, well, I, <laughs> well, here, let's, I, I wrote, it looks okay. Maybe the grit is part of it. Like it, it looks, it looks pretty like gritty and fuzzy to me, but that feels like a style choice rather than a DVD I, I issue. I think it's a combination. I think the, the, okay. the transfer and the, the, I don't, we should, I should really learn how to speak about this better. Um, maybe, but so that it's cause we're doing a fucking podcast about it, <laughs> but, um, the transfer is like. Uh, I would say just just okay. I also liked the special effects. They have like a handmade quality to them a lot of the time that I sure. liked. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know, dude. I, I also have a thing. It did make me sad to watch it because I think, and I could be wrong, uh-huh. I think it's supposed to take place in 2026, Ugh. which we are not on track to have a long-term moon base <laughs> solving all our power problems. <laughs> It is. We are six years away, and that is we not are, we coming. Are, yeah, we are not six years away from sad man clones in space. So yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Here's how I'm feeling. Okay, well, are they available streaming? Moon is on Showtime anytime. Check it out now. <laughs> While you're there, watch Jesus and Mero. Okay. Uh, and sh- Sherlock Holmes. I'm sure, that must be available. Sherlock is not available in on like a subscription streaming service anymore, but you could purchase it. Oh, okay. Whereas Moon is available on Showtime anytime. <laughs> um. So yeah, both. Both great movies. Both readily available. <laughs> like we re- love them both. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying is they're both readily available. It's not the kind of thing where. If we get rid of one, we'll never be able to see it again. Um, I'd say as far as DVD quality goes, they're comparable. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'd also say, like, as far as... Well, I guess Moon has the upper hand on extras. Because I feel like there's, like, a behind-the-scenes thing on Sherlock. But that was the yeah. only thing I really saw that was interesting. One featurette. That's it. Um, I don't know. Because also, like, I don't... Again, doing it for the pod. I don't feel any... Sh- I feel like... What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you almost said a thing there. I did. Um, I like Moon. <laughs> I like the movie Moon. I like it. You do like the movie Moon. And I Big feel like... Big Moon head over here. I don't have any strong, like, you know, feels about letting go of Sherlock. I do really like that movie. You like and it. And we'll watch it again. I mean, I don't know, man. It, you know, 
you really don't like this movie. I don't, but you're certainly going to watch it again. I'm not going to watch it again. Great. But you'll get real sad and pop it in the DVD player again, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't want to like... No hemming and hawing needed. Sherlock, thank you so much for your service. I appreciate your sacrifice for for me. I appreciate that. Well, I think that's the pretty obvious choice here. One of us feels passionately about one of these movies. Yeah. That's that's all you need, really, I would say. All right. So we're keeping Moon. We're keeping Moon. Keeping sad white man on the moon. He's so sad. He's so sad. And so white. And so on the moon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's pick our next showdown, shall we? Let's do it. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 1,316. A random number between 1 and 1,316 is 1,194. Ooh. Ooh. Is from 1999, Three Kings. Three Kings? Is George Clooney in that? Yep. That's all I know about it. Great. Love that. All right, Three Kings. Let's see what it's up against. Hey, Siri. Mm Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,316. A random number between 1 and 1,316 is 343. From 2003, Down With Love. (gasps) Down With Love. I love that movie. I know you do. And it's a musical. And it's a musical. (laughs) All right. So three three kings versus down with love. Three kings versus down with love. I'm I'm excited to watch Down With Love. Are you excited to watch Down With Love? Yeah, I think I am. I don't remember Three Kings much at all. I remember I watched it a bunch in high school. Okay. When I had this DVD. Yeah. Um, but I don't uh, I don't know about after that. So we'll see. Here we go. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Especially if you got this far. Oh Woo! my god. Yeah. Um, Please feel free to get in touch with us. We are DVD Deathmatch in all of the places, including the email. You can yeah. email us. Have a chat. Any questions you want to know, uh, relationship advice, just like general advice about life, we can give it to you. It might not be good, but we can give it to you. We can. Um, but say hi. We would love that. And make sure you're following us and liking things and rating things and what have you. And I don't know, make other people listen to us, too. Yeah, come on. We have mouths to feed. (laughs) Um, Uh, I'm going to end this now. Great. Great. So make sure you come back next week and see who survives. DVD Deathmatch. (laughs) I'm I'm here for it. It looks gorgeous. I want to see it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, our daughter needs an exorcism. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Pausing for exorcism. Thank you. <laughs>